I was recording. Checkity check before I regularly wreck. I think we're good. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Uh, so I've asked you the question if you think I'm an alcoholic. Do you think I'm an enabler? Have I asked you that question? I think so. You think I am or you think I've asked that? I think you've asked that. And what'd you say? 100%. Thank you. <laughs> just, um, I'm just being honest. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Not? Oh, sorry. I don't have any. <laughs> I bet I, that would be a lie because I went and bought it specifically for him. Right. Mm. Or say, hey, I bought you cheap beer. You're welcome. And then not put one in his fist when the other one's half empty. I'm trying to be a good host. I do that to you with your orange bev pop. Right. It's probably enabling my titties a little bit. <laughs> well, you're welcome, girlfriend. Uh, okay. Uh, so the longest stretch in history between Cohen over Cohen songs is coming to an end. Yes. Uh, cause we just filmed uh, part of the video for the new Cohen over Cohen song, mm-hmm. which we'd recorded the other part of the video like three months ago. Maybe more. Maybe more. So it's more coming. than three months ago. It was before, it was before June. Cause I think it was before I went to California. It's been coming. It's been a long Long gap. before May. So maybe it's been a May. long gap, but things have been happening. So uh, lots of stuff hopefully coming soon from Cohen over Cohen. So don't. Uh, don't fret. Don't fret. It's coming, I promise. Um, so something you don't care about, which seems to be the theme of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to show you a book. Okay. The coolest book ever other than cows. So what I just handed Justin is a book called Paperbacks from Hell. And it is a book documenting the history of the paperback horror novel uh and it's filled with the history it's filled with a million different covers and things and it's pretty awesome this is pretty nice i like this yeah so um that was did it i just did this come out after stranger things it just came out yeah i feel like they're trying to go for stranger things or maybe they're trying to go for stephen king which stranger things was trying to go for yeah i don't know yeah so that was it. I just had to acknowledge that. And I thought it was too cool not to show you just the embossed cover, the full color pages and all that good stuff. So super cool. They can't see it. So this is great on an audio podcast. That's what I do. Yep. It's multi-visual. That's not, it's not, it's zero <laughs> visual. Uh, How are you? I'm all right. I'm tired. You're going to make it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You got anything before we dive in? When I came here, mm-hmm. I totally was like, I got these, I got some stories. Mm-hmm. No, I got nothing. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had stories. Then I told other stories mm-hmm. on the last week's podcast that we're also recording today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have no stories anymore. It's okay. It happens. Um, it's warm. I just turned. It's very hot down here. I just turned the air on. Uh, Halloween two, the Halloween's two. Uh, synopsis. Uh, of the first one is, it literally starts where the first one ends, and he, she, uh, Jason, Michael Myers has to. Or wrong have wrong to. series. He want Michael Myers wants wants to get a Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. 
So he does that in the hospital. Attempts to, yes. Good. Overall thoughts? Uh, not as good as the first one. It, it did, I think, a few silly things. But overall, uh, I thought it had good moments of tension, and I thought it worked. Okay. Um, so we start off literally exactly as the other movie ends. Yeah. Do you know who uh, Mustafa Akkad is? Mm-hmm. It's the producer. Right. Did, because then when we go to, when we cut to fast forward to Halloween two, mm-hmm. um, that one was produced by uh, some other Akkad guy. Yeah, that was he not basically Mustafa. owns the franchise. Okay. Like he he's the the shepherd that that watched everything through. When you get to uh, a later sequel, um, it's not good. I'm the wrong person to be talking, but the consensus is that it's not good. It's an H2O. Um, and no, uh, but there's also a producer's cut, which is his cut mm-hmm. that the consensus is this is much better. So usually it's like the producers are the bad guy, the yeah. evil one behind. He's the shepherd of this series. That's cool. Um, so if there is a tie, it's him. So, yeah. But th- this one was also directed by John Carpenter, right? Nope. This one wasn't? Nope. Okay, so he just pr- he was just an executive producer. Correct. Okay. Rick Rosenthal directed it. Cool. Um, Tommy Lee Curtis, the guy that directed the third one, was to direct it. And then he was like, uh, this script is bullshit. I'm not directing this. Um, so he didn't direct it. And then he directed three. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, there's the first thing that I have is there's a shot of like the exterior of the Myers house after the night mm-hmm. that it happens. And... There's very much a woman in the crowd that is just like, I'm an extra and I'm so happy to be on set. (laughs) Look at me. Like they're supposed to be all concerned and everything because they're at a house that murders just occurred. Yeah. You're talking about when uh, they're throwing rocks and stuff at it. Yes. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm on, I'm on a film set. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) It's pretty incredible. Just a terrible extra that can ruin it. It's good. Start, started off with, uh, here's. Here's a low point in the movie. Yes. Good job. I think there's a lot of them. I wouldn't say a lot, but um, you, you you hate this franchise, right? This you hate the, it. You absolutely hate it. This is my least favorite of the franchises, for sure. Of the big ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think because what you call tension, I just call boredom. Like, See, there's, there's a, a shot I, that I wrote note for where... Um, Jimmy Lee Curtis is already in the hospital and a nurse comes in. This is, this is when, uh, Michael Myers has killed the security guard. We know he is somewhere at the hospital and half of the shot is just the wide open door leading to the hallway and the nurse's station. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other half is the nurse talking with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, like, I'm on edge because I know something's going to fucking happen in that doorway. Mm-hmm. And and the release of the tension is nothing happens, but the nurse has to go back. And so it ends the scene with the nurse going out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but that whole time, the, that whole time the tension is building, I really thought, like, this is what this franchise does well from the first two that I've seen. Yeah. Um I get it. Like analytically, I get it. Filmmaking wise, I get it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I, I felt like I was clear. Like, I don't get 
I said that a hundred times on the first Halloween episode. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's bad because I can see it, but it does not have any kind of a visceral reaction for me. And I feel the same way watching two as I do with one, which is just apathy. Yeah. Like sheer apathy. I don't feel like Laurie Strode is a character. I feel like she's a, she's nothing. But that's the thing is she's not a character and neither is Michael Myers. She is just completely innocent victim, and he is completely evil, menacing thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're diametrically opposed, and that's why they clash. And that's what I appreciate, is that it is it is this very simple story told generally, at least in the, in the first one and in a lot of the parts of the second one, in this very precise manner that builds... Builds and releases tension, uh, long builds of tension, and then slow releases and long builds, and then the builds and releases both get shorter and shorter until the climax. And I think that both of these two movies, though the second one is a little more boring and has a little more stupid stuff, are very well paced. That it's like deep breaths, and then suddenly the film starts breathing faster and faster and faster until it's in a panic, and then it ends. And that's what I appreciate about about these movies. So, uh, but it is just this very simple story of pure innocence versus pure evil, and and they they just can't they can't live together. So, is do you do you uh, you ever heard had somebody that didn't like chocolate? They're like, I don't like chocolate. My girlfriend is not a huge chocolate man. Okay, you ever had somebody that actually doesn't like chocolate? They're like gross. You've heard of that. Probably. I okay. haven't experienced that. That's the way I feel about this. Is like I don't like chocolate and everybody else raves about it. So I know I'm the weirdo, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't, I, I have zero reaction. I don't know if it's Jamie Lee. I don't know what it is because there's plenty of slow movies that I'm, I'm a hundred percent with. Um, but I can't, I can't do a man. I, I, I really can't. Um, I, the, the thing, a couple things that I did really notice there's a scene where michael myers turns up like the the bubble bath yeah and it says do not go beyond 100 degrees fahrenheit Mm -hmm. and 120 degrees is scalding yeah i don't think that's right is it that can't be right that sounds about right 100 degrees that's not that hot no but your body is meant to be at 98.6 that's why when you have a hundred and four fever, you start to boil from the inside. That's true, but the reason that you can feel like something is warm is because it's hotter than your body. So there's no way that something that's only two degrees hotter than your body feels warm when you touch it. Certainly. I mean, I can look it up on Google very easily, but yeah, it went up to like one forty. But that was like the absolute do not cross right. this boundary line. Right. This should have been an answer that I had before I posed it but to you. But also also water is a very good uh conductor or insulator. It's an it's an insulator. Right? It's gonna disperse the heat all over everywhere. Yes, it it is better at transferring heat, so I guess that would make it a better conductor of heat. But it also retains heat, which makes it an insulator. Fuck, I don't know. 
I'm trying to Google as you're talking right now how to take how hot can I take a shower, and I just get bullshit. How to take a shower with pictures. <laughs> I want to see that. How to take a cold shower. How girls take a shower on YouTube. Can my baby go into the shower? How to take the perfect shower. What the fuck? Why? I guess I'm the moron that is how hot can, hold on, how hot does water burn? This is the part of the podcast where we both Google. (laughs) It's riveting. Uh, Google says temperatures over 120 are considered hazard and extremely dangerous. Okay. I I'm Cause not disagreeing second with and third degree burns. But I'm willing to bet upon contact. But I'm willing to bet that the average shower's got to be above 100 degrees then. No. When when uh we go in the hot tub like when we were in California, her mom had a hot tub and she usually set it at like I feel like 105 and we put it down to like 99, 98. Really? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm And that felt warm. Okay. I guess I'm dumb. That doesn't seem warm. I know. But your body is used to room temperature. Your body is used to 60 to 70 degrees. That's true. I guess I'm comparing it to 96 degrees or 98.6. Right. It's, I'm not comparing it to 70 degrees. So mm-hmm. it's still 35 degrees hotter than. Okay. I guess. Boom. Michael Myers did lift somebody up with a scalpel, though. That was pretty awesome. That was not. <laughs> it was an awesome visual. I know it couldn't happen. <laughs> lifted her up with a scalpel. Like, and the funny thing was, like, he stabs her with it, and then when they show it, he's, like, lifting her up with just the tip. <laughs> like, at least jam it in there so it's there's something to hold on to. But when they cut to his hand, it's, like, just the hit the tip is in. But I thought it was cool. He just, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not giving it to you, man. Why? I was so bored with this movie. I think that's a cool visual. Oh... Because he is this unstoppable force of pure evil. Yeah, Did that's you, what that is what that is what I love about the Halloween franchise and what I feel like Rob Zombie lost. Did you like his uh, mask in this? Did you like his look? I thought it was fine. I thought that kid looked kind of ridiculous. Uh, the kid looked a little ridiculous, um, but this mask, like his his cheek, like his face looked way rounder. Like it didn't look like him. Maybe. Um, and in looking at it, it turns out it is the exact same mask, except he it had been, it was a different actor playing it. So obviously the shape of the actor's face inside is going to change the way that it fits. Yeah. And the previous guy that wore the mask had kept went in between takes. He would like take it off and fold it up and stick it in his pocket. Wow. So you don't think anything as it's happening, but you do that enough times, and it's going to start playing with with the look. Yeah. Um. But it gets it gets wonky and it gets way weirder. Like the, his mask look as it goes. Like you think as basic. Like you, you, I'm sure you already know that Jason's look changes as he's unmasked and like Freddy changes. Mm-hmm. But that's like a creature. There's no creature. It's literally a mask. That, but they manage to change it in every Halloween movie. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it's like Scream, right? I don't think Scream changed. Well, I mean, I I guess it's just like the fact that it's like an off-the-shelf mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. So you'd right. think it would stay the same like Scream. Like, yeah. how could you fuck that up? They managed to. 
they got a fatter guy in there. No, no, no. I'm not even. I'm not faulting necessarily this one because at least this one they were like, it's the same mask. What are you talking about? Yeah. But you'll see later. Okay. It's just like they pulled a Dracula mask off and painted it white. I'm like that's Michael Myers. Weird. I'm exaggerating. It's a Captain Kirk mask. It is a Captain Kirk mask. Um, what else do you have? Convince me why this is. I didn't take a lot of notes because I just enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I took way more notes in the second one. Okay. Uh, here let's let's look. look you want you want me to help by reading my notes? Give me. Uh, ew, eye stuff. Because one of the dudes has a fucking needle in his eye, mm-hmm. and then I was watching this with my girlfriend, and he goes to stab another lady with another syringe, and it looks like it's going for the eye. So I just closed. I just t- turned. Like, I can't do eye stuff. She's like, it just went in her temple. I was like, I don't care. I couldn't look. <laughs> it went near enough to her eye that I was like, no. Uh, let's see. This note here says, skew into belly. <laughs> and then... Uh, did, I ever, did I tell you when I messed my eye up? Don't believe so. So, I went to take my son to school one day. So, I'm driving him to... I go to get in the car. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, I got something in my eye. And I make sure that I don't rub my eye. And Blink it away. So I'm just blinking, and then that's not working. So I drove him to school holding my eyelid away from my eye <laughs> okay. the whole way to and from school until I could get home, and I tried rinsing my eye out with water. Didn't get anywhere. I was already showered and ready for work, so I'm like, fuck, I got to go to an urgent care before work to get whatever it is out of my eye. The best thing I can come up with is that it was like like the the key was like kind of grindy. A little, like putting it in and out of the ignition. So you got a little piece of metal in so there? So I think I got a little piece of metal is what I thought. And I got to the to the urgent care, told them, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I got something in my eye. I made sure I didn't rub it. I'm not a child. I'm not a moron. I know you don't rub your eye because I am an adult. Okay. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll put a little bit of dye in there that'll let me see if there's any damage to the eye. And I'll be able to look and see if there's anything in there. So they drip the put the drip in there. He looks... And immediately he's like, okay, yeah, I see it. Uh, there's definitely a little piece of metal in there. And I see giant circles where it looked like you took sandpaper to your eye, so you definitely rubbed your eye. And I was like, God damn it. I made a big deal about how the fact that I knew not to rub my eye. And he was like, yeah, uh, you need to not open your eye for two days, and uh, you're not going to work for two days because you can't open your eye. Fun. So I spent two days in bed with... Like you try all these different positions and things that'll work. Mm-hmm. And what I ended up finding was like there was a Buzz Lightyear little action stuffed figure in bed. So I ended up like folding the Buzz Lightyear in half and shoving his butt in my eye. Then I like laid so the pressure of Buzz Lightyear's butt pushing into my eye made me comfortable. And I just like laid in the dark and listened to podcasts for two days and tried to sleep <laughs> because I was definitely a child and was just like, rub, 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 rub. <laughs> Rub the metal in my eye. <laughs> yeah. That, that doctor That's... really took great pleasure in telling me that I was a fucking moron. But to be fair, you took great pleasure in telling them that you were an adult. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that he can give as good as he gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I, I think I missed him, but Dana Carvey is apparently in this movie. No idea. Yeah. He's probably in the Michael Myers mask, like the, the kid that gets hit and killed. That annoyed me, okay? So the guy looks at 
the charred body. And he's like, okay, uh, he looks like he'd be about 17. And then later, arbitrarily, the kids are looking for their friends. And they say, oh, he's 17. So that way Loomis can put those two 17s together. Mm -hmm. That's bad writing. How easy would it have been to say this body looks like it was from someone that was a teenager or less than 25 or a young man? Well, Mike Myers is 21. So they had to rule out twenty, like early twenties, and keep it as young teen. Is there that much difference between a seventeen-year-old mouth and a twenty-one-year-old mouth? I can't believe that there is. Prob probably not. I can't. But they needed to explain it away. They needed they needed a way, so they took it. Yeah. I had issues with that. I liked that. See- I liked that he didn't go. Well, that's the dead guy. So Michael Myers is still out there. He went. Well, that definitely could be him, so we need to assume that Michael Myers is still out there until we get confirmation. It just seemed too on the nose. Like Sure. That's all I got. Like he could To be s- fair, the, the the dentist does say seventeen or eighteen. And the kids say they're seventeen. Okay. But Did you ever walk it. around just telling your kids eight your friends' ages? <laughs> like They asked what he, how old he was. Uh did that is that the way it went? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you know your friends' ages? Yes. Okay. I know my friend's birthdays. Okay. I know oh, that's your weird. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Because I didn't get a uh, get a present on my birthday. Hmm. Did you? For me? No. Yeah, you did. Not on my oh, birthday. Fuck oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, Dana Carvey was assistant. That's what it says. Got nothing. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what assistant that would be. That's probably because it was obviously past the I was movie. Probably asleep at that point. <laughs> He's so, listed. Right, they seem to be listed in order. He was right after Man in Pajamas. So, I guess. Oh yeah, that guy mm-hmm. was a stellar performance. Yeah, by uh, Howard Man. Culver. Pajama Man. Yeah. I like to call him the MIP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I liked it. You didn't. That's the short version. Yeah. Got shot in the eye. You don't live from that. This isn't true romance. (laughs) Uh, He burned up real good. On fire. So. I'm sorry. I don't have any. This is like the same as as Halloween one. Yeah. I don't. He he burned up real good. So don't know how he's going to come back from that. Okay. Halloween two. The other Halloween two. Synopsis. Uh, Michael Myers keeps seeing a fucking horse and his fucking mom after he wakes up from being dead and he has to kill his sister or yeah yep free his sister I have a lot of notes that tells you (laughs) I hated this movie uh so immediately, like I think any movie in general that starts off with like a, a definition or something is usually not on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. In general, that's that's a good rule, right? Mm-hmm. So the white horse thing, do you just want to do this now? Go for it. It permeates this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the definition of a white horse that I'm pretty it's sure is just made up. Probably. I don't know. And throughout the entire movie, 
uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is walking around with a giant ass white horse, which I get. It's a cool visual. Yeah. I'm good with it. However, it is the what this movie is built around. Mm-hmm. And it's nonsense. Yep. And it's not good. Positives. They got a new kid playing Michael Myers, like the new kid. Because the other kid was pretty whiny. Two people from Sons of Anarchy are in it. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. Oh, fuck you. There's some more positives in that. Let's go. Uh, Michael Myers kills a future Oscar winner. Who's the Oscar winner? Uh, Nurse Daniels. Uh, Ophelia blah, blah, blah. The black lady? Yeah. She won for The Help, and she was nominated for uh, Hidden Figures. Um, so, positive. I think Michael Myers is the most brutal in this movie than any other movie. Yeah. Like he stabs her like 25 times and Mm -hmm. it's super visceral. No, he doesn't because the first fucking 25 minutes of this movie is a dream sequence. Yes. If I wasn't watching it for this podcast, I would have turned it off right there. Yeah. It, I almost did. I almost turned it off and was just going to talk about that and how much I turned it off and hated it. I, I, this watching it this time was the most positive reaction I've had to this movie, uh, because I was just so angry. Like when it's sitting in the theater when I saw that dream sequence come up, but I'd also never seen Halloween two, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like I get it more because I knew that I was com- what I was coming in for. Um, yeah. So it, it, I think the idea was I'm going to remake Halloween two. In the first half hour. Yeah, I got it. I I don't think I like it. It it. She falls into a dumpster of bodies, that's just lying around. Yeah, you know, like at hospitals. But again, that's that's a dream. I get it. And that's when you're you're starting to feel like something is going on. Yeah. Um, and again, so do not misconstrue this as justifying or anything but i feel like it explains like i feel like i try to unravel these puzzles of like what the fuck happened right like how did hell come to or return to Frogtown exist right mm-hmm. i don't know the details don't take these details but take the overall point for what it's worth rob zombie showed up on set to make halloween 2 and they were like okay so you're in pre-production you've got two weeks until you start filming or whatever, don't quote me on these dates. Hey, good news. You know how you really wanted uh, grape jelly in concessions? Uh, and we told you you could only have strawberry? We're going to let you have both. You're welcome. By the way, you have three weeks less of shooting, weeks of shooting than you did before. So thanks. You're welcome on that grape jelly fiasco. So he was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I have three weeks less, and then that night he had this white horse dream, and then he rewrote the script, which is wrong. He, that was the wrong, it didn't work at all, but this is the shit, like, it helps explain, it helps me understand things that happen. That doesn't excuse it. I didn't, I said that at the very beginning. I, go back and listen. I said this doesn't excuse. Okay. That's, that's cool. That's cool behind the scenes trivia. Yes. 
But I'm critiquing the final product, and it's... Okay. <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I said I'm not excusing it. I get it. Uh, that's uh, that's cool. Yes. To know that he really fucked up hard no. because he got fucked. No, he... Yeah. He got fucked, and then he fucked up hard. Yes, I agree. That's the point. So, yeah. He still made a two-hour movie that didn't need to be two hours. Yes, I would agree with that as well. Things that I do enjoy during this while you were listing positives. I like the fact that I think we get a different view of a victim than we get in any other kinds of these movies. Like, she is obviously fucked up and having lots of issues dealing with whatever bad shit happened. And her and Annie's relationship, I think, is unique. It's not something that you see in movies like this um, because they, they're they not perfect. Like Laurie Strode in the Halloween 2 is this perfect angel, right? Here, yeah. she's a flawed human being. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a unique take that you don't see. And again, yeah, that's, that's exactly my problem with the, with the first one is that... The concepts are all fine. Just don't call it Halloween. And it's that it's that tightrope of remix that we talk about a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is how much how much are you faithful and how much are you not? And I feel like this definitely got caught up in needless homage. Like that whole first dream sequence is like let's um, let's make an homage to the whole second movie in a ha- the first twenty five minutes for some dumb reason. Then there are constant things where it's like, this is only here because it's referencing something from the original mm-hmm. Halloween 2. So, I don't know. Okay, give me your list. Let's go. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the movie at all? I thought that's what we were well, doing. Well, I mean, okay, so another positive is I, I I like the only part of, the only part with Michael Myers that I liked in this whole movie is... With his interaction with the two rednecks and the daughter, mm-hmm. but I, I I enjoyed that. But then they end it with him killing the dog and eating the dog, and then now him and and Strode are like Harry Potter Voldemort linked. Like, oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I can't stand that part. <laughs> They're fucking psychically linked. I now? don't get your reference, but until you said psychically linked, yes, I've got a, I've got major issues with that. And I know I, you don't get my pop culture reference. No, that, that's tied completely to the white horse thing. Like that entire dreamy aspect of this is painful. Another positive stretch. I was going to ask if you recognize stretch. This movie, and, and like all Rob Zombie movies, is just filled with cameos. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this may have, maybe it's because he rewrote it two weeks before shooting, but I feel like this is his worst written movie. I thought the dialogue was real stilted and the plot obviously sucks. The listen, some of the uh, dialogue, uh, writing for 17 year old girls or 20 year old girls was pretty rough. Like to schoolio, coolio for schoolio. Yeah. Like that is, that's some rough dialogue right there. Yeah. Um, the cow hit yeah. was way better than the deer hit from Cabin Fever. <laughs> yes. Just for the record. 
Yeah, way better. Like I saw that, I was like, that was a pretty cool cow hit. Yeah. And then I couldn't help but think of the cabin fever. Did you recognize uh, the passenger of the... Yeah, did you recognize the driver? Yes. Okay. Yes. Did Um, you watch Sons of Anarchy? I watched like the first two or three seasons, and then I was like, this is getting redundant. I can't do this anymore. It's a good show. I like the way it ended. Yeah, I never got that far. I got like two or three seasons in, and I was like, holy shit, how many more drugs and guns are there going to be? I think it was like after like Mitch Pelletti. There's a lot of drugs and guns and motorcycles. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of what that show is. I know. Well, it just was got so repetitive and so redundant. Um, the ink blot in the uh, the Rorschach test hanging in the wall of the psychiatrist's office mm-hmm. was super, super subtly a white horse. No, it was a blatant fucking just painting of a white horse <laughs> that that, <laughs> that they they needed to make a little bit more ambiguous because it was almost literally just a painting of two white horses on the wall. And she was like, "Oh, you see a white horse? I'm shocked." <laughs> it's just yeah this movie sucked uh uh when when annie dies sheriff dorf uh remembers her in vhs quality home movies yes i thought that was weird it's they never play with that motif except in in him finding her body so like his memories are widescreen vhs memories I found that weird. Uh, Michael Myers spends a l- most of this movie without his mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the aforementioned redneck scene, he puts the mask on and goes to do some killing. I thought, cool, this is where fucking Michael Myers becomes Michael Myers again and starts killing. Like, he puts the mask on, he won't take it off again. Nope, it's it's off and you see full on face most of the movie which eh, I don't know that I appreciated um, I think the big thing the so there's this is a uh, a very divisive film in the horror pantheon because half the people that are they're, they're very big advocates of this movie because he did his own thing with it as opposed to trying to do it. And that's the same thing we talk about with every remake is you have to choose which side of the fence you're going to fall on. Mm-hmm. And I get that to a degree, but, uh, uh, overall, I think it falls way too far from being a cohesive movie with the white horse, with the, the dreams, with the dream logic. Uh, I loved the, the dinner scene, the fake dinner scene where it is a dream but mm-hmm. it's in black and white and there's like pumpkin men sitting around at this white table. Yeah. It's basically a Rob Zombie music video though. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the creepy Craig's band mm-hmm. is basically a Rob Zombie concert. Yeah. Um, although the band is awesome. I think that stage show looks cool, but they spend 10 minutes there and that's another 10 minutes that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Just um, 10 minutes of tits. Jeff Daniel Phillips played two roles in this did yeah. you notice that yeah the stripper guy the guy in the stripper strip club yep and then the lead singer yes okay. um there was a i don't know if you noticed the the moment when they're going toe to toe i love that jeff daniel phillips is trying to be the badass and to most people he probably is the badass yeah but to michael myers he can't badass him because he's yeah. a foot 
shorter mm-hmm. and 100 pounds less. Did you see that hit then that he took when he knocked Michael Myers, knocked him to the ground or picked him up and threw him on the ground? Mm-hmm. So he basically just choke slams him to the ground. That's, and literally that's what happened. So that was a stunt guy that mm-hmm. was like telling Tyler Maine, the actor, mm-hmm. like, give it to me. I can take it or whatever. Tyler Maine used to be a wrestler. He was a wrestler in WCW. Mm-hmm. So he literally picked him up and choke slammed him and fucking <laughs> took that dude out. Nice. Yeah. It's a pretty cool shot. Um, there was a, another uh, scene that I really like is the dinner scene with Brad Dorf, Lori, and Daniel Harris. The pizza scene? The pizza scene. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. And my favorite moment, my favorite performance between these two films is just this one moment. And it's when Daniel Harris is going, Brad Dorf tells her to go check on Lori after she's freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. And she does this incredibly subtle thing where she's like, I go, I always go. And she does this like twitch with her hands and it just seems so real. And that was a moment that, that felt like this could be in, in for better, like a better, a real movie, you know, I felt like a dramatic movie. You said you liked the interaction between Annie and, and Lori. Mm -hmm. And I felt that that felt, I feel like that felt stilted. Okay. It was exploring your territory, but I feel like it felt still. I thought that her relationship with her dad was, was good. That felt with a lot more Annie real than and her me. dad. Yeah. Yep. That felt a lot I more think, real than the two of them. I think, especially at the beginning, it felt more real. Yeah. Um, but then once Lori started to go a little over the top with when when she freaked out about her medication at the psychiatrist, mm-hmm. I think it might have went a level too far. But it just earlier, especially like the dinner scene, it felt very real that they're she's saying that it's a reminder because she sees the scars of her friend and and things like that yeah um speaking of brad dorf there was like towards the end when he's like starts yelling like i felt like i heard just like a hint of chucky there <laughs> and i was like <laughs> that's pretty awesome <laughs> um so yeah we just did the whole chucky thing yeah because called to chucky came out yes i didn't realize it was a straight to dvd thing yeah I had no idea. I thought we were building up to a theatrical release. Uh, we'll no. do the theatrical release at Jigsaw. Yeah. We'll do Chucky. Someday. Yeah. We should watch those two movies together to kind of wrap that up. Yeah. thought that was the plan the whole time. Yeah. So it seems like we probably should have done that like this episode. <laughs> they won't know. Um, the police shooter... The police shooter. That's stupid. I don't know. Like, th- by this time, even when I said that I appreciated this movie this time the most, like, even by this time, I'm like, I'm, this is so, what'd you say? Yorwick and Harry Potter. Oh, or, Voldemort and Harry yeah, Potter? Yorwick and Harry Potter. Um, Voldemort. Yorwick. And Harry Potter. Yorick just, is the guy from Why the Last Man. That was last podcast. Yeah, but I said Yorick. That was his name. <laughs> you were um, saying Yorick. <laughs> uh, we didn't talk at all about Malcolm McDowell. So Why is he in this movie? Uh, he, he could have been cut, but Loomis has to be in it, right? It's Halloween. Okay. This is... I'm not justifying it. I'm, I'm yeah. that's a rhetorical question. I get why he was in there 
for the last five minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. How I did don't he get, get why he was in there before. How did he get to the barn that fast? How did he know he where the barn He literally leaves his house and is there. Like, he teleports there. Yes. I don't fucking know. The, uh, whole, the whole movie was a dream sequence. <laughs> I did like the that you see Annie's death. Annie's dead. Get, Annie gets killed and you just hear some audio. Mm-hmm. And then when she's found, you start seeing pieces. I thought that was a unique take that was really well cut that I'd never seen before. Yeah. That you're getting these bits and pieces. This is how this coffee table was overturned. This is how this blood got here. I really enjoyed that. And that's the yeah. things that I'm talking about that I enjoyed as I was going through is seeing those little parts and pieces that I'm like, take this idea, you take this idea, you take this idea. It could be a good movie. Let's erase this horse shit. Let's erase. Let's erase. Literally horse let, shit. Let's erase this, uh, this giant dream, dream sequence at the front. Um, overall, I'm not a fan of either of these really. Um, Did he get Halloween's to make a Halloween three? Thing. There, no, didn't think so. No, they he, if he would have, I'm sure that they would have let him. So making money. Hmm. Um, stop going to see bad movies. That's not fair. Stop going to see middling movies. Go see good movies and go see real bad movies. <laughs> Rosenthal or Zombie. Uh, Rosenthal. Uh, I, I had no idea what you were talking about for a second there. Sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> this, this was a slasher movie, no, not no, a zombie no. movie. It's Yumberwinkle. Um, I will disagree and say zombie just because I'm not bored when I watch the zombie movie. Ugh, I, I was. I was super bored. I had to take a bunch of notes to keep my brain active. Okay. Um, well, if you want to have a better time next week... Or hold on, the week after next? <laughs> yeah. It's up to you during the course of the next week, okay? Okay. So I'm going to put it back in your hands. Mm-hmm. So next week when we sit down and I say the words next week, you're going to have input on that because you're going to get to choose whether you get this. The frowny face bag. The frowny face bag. And just to make that a little extra salty, the frowny face bag includes you having to pay to stream one of those movies. <laughs> Yay. So, yes. Uh, or, if you're a good boy, give me give me a scene, at least one scene, then you get... Happy face. The happy face bag of mystery. Uh, and to sweeten the deal, I will give leave and let you choose whether you take the mystery bag or... Other two options of. Should I say these out loud or is this the Yeah, no, no, you can say it. Cause. Uh, Kevin Smith horror movies, Tuscan yep. Red State. So if you're a good boy next week, then you get to choose. This is going to be like, let's make a deal where I, I, uh, I either choose the mystery or the given, or I know both and I no, choose. No, you choose mystery or the given. Okay. I think that's fun. I think yeah. that's. Because you've already had the option, you've already not chose Tusk and Red State before. Mm -hmm. Were you happy with that decision? I would. I'd liked Attack the Block. Yeah. And. uh, Extra. Extra. Sex something. I knew that. Yeah. So, that's uh, it's going to be all in your hands. All right. So, I got the whole world in my hands. Okay. Um, But for now, for next week. For next week, first movie. 
<laughs> I didn't know Daniel Stern was in this. Uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Chud. They're not staying down there anymore. I probably should. Uh, that probably should have. Can I take it again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ready? Hold on. Okay. Okay. Go. They're not staying down there anymore. That's basically the same, but deeper. <laughs> They're not you staying put, down there you put your anymore. Man, you put your man, all right. That was at least different. <laughs> uh, I have heard of this. Okay. And I have heard that it is uh, beloved for it being both good and bad. Okay. So what are you gonna see? Uh, I, I hopefully some good creature works and some sliminess, but everything on the back is just stills of people. So, and oh yeah, I know. I thought I knew who John Heard was. That's that. That's John Heard. Yeah, he just died. Yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, he just died dead. Yeah. So, so you didn't say what you're gonna see. What are you gonna see? I said I was hopefully we're gonna see some good creatures and some good slimy stuff. But on the back, all I see are pictures of people. Mm. So, slimy stuff is your prediction. Yeah. Okay. All right. You ready for number two? Number two. You've got a phone and a DVD. Well, I was trying to look for a bigger picture, so you got the tiny picture there. Oh, okay. Chud two. Uh, I think this this cover kind of spoils why is it why is it reversed here it's weird that's funny uh i think it kind of spoils that they're just kind of humans with glowy eyes but yeah it's humans with glowy eyes going down it looks like they're going back down into the sewer but they could be coming up there's real there's not real good motion indication of if they're coming up or going down so what's it called on that cover? Chud 2. Oh, okay. It's Chud 2, Bud the Chud. That's the... <laughs> so I don't know if that... I'm I, so excited. I don't know if that gives you more to that, go on. I don't know if that gives me more to go on. It goes, gives me more of... I hope This seems like it's going to be real bad and good. That's exciting. Good. Some good creature work. So what's the difference that you're going to see between Chud and Chud 2? Bud the Chud. Uh, I think Chud 1 will probably be about a Chud, and Chud 2 will be about multiple Chud. It's a good guess. It's a yeah. good guess. Okay. Uh, what? I'm going to ask one more prediction. Okay. And then we'll ask you what else you got. Okay. Prediction. You're going to have happy or sad face next week? Uh, I'm going to try my best to, to have a happy face. All right. Let's hope you're right. I don't know what I hope. Do you? I don't know but what I hope. But you know... You, do you know what's in the sad face yet? Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, then you should know how you feel. That's true. So what are you hopeful? What are you hope for? I don't know. Like, it depends. Do I get more pleasure from causing you pain or than the actual pain? It's just a matter of if it surmounts Don't it. we also cause our audience pain, though? That's true. They kind of deserve it. Yeah. Okay. Bastards. Justin, what else you got Why for Why are you us? listening to us? You rap bastards. Wait, was that your thing? Well, it was it wasn't going to be, but then you asked it while in the middle while I was talking, mm. so I tried to make it into that. Hold on, I'll edit this. Let's try it again. Okay. You, I thought you were going to edit it, so I figured. Justin, what else you got? <laughs> God damn it! 
We do this every week. How can you not figure this out? We don't fuck Justin, it up every week. Justin, what else you got? God damn it. <laughs>